Good morning to you, Alan. Right, we've already heard one aspect of Ireland's life called a disaster. That's the housing crisis. Are we heading to disaster levels with the cost of living crisis, Pierce, do you think? Well, I think, uh, Alan, the reality is that many people uh, right across the state, and I'm sure people listening to to this show this morning, feel that they're already in that disaster. Uh, They're not heading to it. It's already there. We know things are going to get worse. We expect energy prices to increase substantially again in the in the autumn as a result of the, the, the war in Ukraine. So that's kind of well signaled. Um, so things are getting worse for, for families. But, you know, you just have to look at the uh, Bank of Ireland uh, survey that was done uh, today, the presentation that they did. Uh, they, they estimate that one in three households are just about making ends meet. We know from those working on the front line that people are queuing for food parcels that never thought uh, that they would be standing in such queues. Families who would have donated to charities in the past are now the beneficiaries of those same charities. And, look, you know, everybody sees it around them. They see it in terms of the cost of petrol and diesel, their electricity or gas prices. They see the prices of food now starting to go up. They see clothing starting to go up. And we started from a terrible base. We started from a, a point where we had the, the fourth highest uh, energy costs in Europe. We have the highest childcare costs. We have the highest rental costs. Uh, house prices are completely out of control. Uh, childcare is second mortgage for too many families. So we started from a terrible place and, the, and, and these price increases has, has right. kept many families across the edge and that's why we need interventions now from government. Now you've called for uh, an emergency budget, haven't you? What response have you been given from government parties with this call? Well, look, I, I think, you know, uh, we've been calling for this now for, for quite a while because uh, we recognise what's happening out there. Um, and in fairness, uh, organisations such as like the, the Economic Social Research Institute, the ESRI, uh, the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council, that's a council that was set up to make sure that we don't have a boom and bust, you know, that we manage our finances properly. And also the central bank have all said that there is additional scope for targeted measures uh, to, to deal with the cost of living. So they're on the same page as Sinn Féin on, on this. We've heard some backbenchers from government uh, uh, from the government benches have been uh, come out uh, uh, on the same page as us. But unfortunately, the, the, the parties and their party leaders, Neil Martin, Leo Bradker and, and Eamon Ryan, have their head firmly dug in the sand. Uh, they're making a virtue of the fact that they're not going to do anything for at least four months until the budget time. Uh, and we don't believe that that's uh, that, that, that that's sustainable, that you know people can't wait four weeks, never mind four months. Mm-hmm. People are worried about this weekend, uh, never mind what's going to happen in the middle of October. And that's why we're putting down a motion in the doll uh, looking for that emergency budget uh, and trying to force government's hand on this issue. And pro- what they're probably going to say to you, Pierce, is that this is a worldwide crisis. It's not just Ireland, but every country is going through this at the moment. I see in, in uh, cer- certain African countries, we could be looking at potential famines in these places. So as bad as things are here, they could be far worse in other countries. So when they put these uh, uh, arguments up to you, what will your reaction be? Yeah, well, first of all, we'd acknowledge that, um, that you know, it isn't the government that caused in the main the, the, these issues. These issues in terms of hyperinflation are being brought on, and, you know, for, for two reasons. One is um, there is a, a major issue in relation to supply after Brexit. Uh, a lot of places closed down, things are in the wrong place in the world and so on and so forth. So there's major bottlenecks there that hopefully will work its way out, but it's going to take a while. And then the second part of it is in the, the, the areas that are probably most acute in terms of uh, price rises are 
are as a result of uh, the illegal uh, and aggressive war that uh, Russia is waging in terms of Ukraine and the, and the sanctions and the and the flow out from that. So we recognise that it's not the government's fault for in the main house prices, rents. That, that, that's the fault of the government. Uh, high childcare, that's the fault of the government. But what's happening right here, right now, is mostly not the government's fault. But where the government... so good, And we also recognise, Alan, that the government can't protect everybody from this. It's just impossible to do so. But we do acknowledge that the government can do more and must do more. And they need to be targeted on low and middle income earners. Right. And it's not just us. As I said, the ESRI, the Central Bank, the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council, are saying the same thing. So therefore, we need to see measures that will uh, look at cash payment, cost of living cash payments, low and middle income households, people earning up to €60,000. We need to see social welfare rates increase. If they were to increase in line with inflation, they'd have to go up by at least about 750 more. We need to see targeted measures at renters that would put a, a month's rent back into people's pockets. We need to slash the cost of childcare and we need to bring petrol and diesel and home heat and oil down to the maximum levels, reduced to the maximum amount we can under the European rules. This is all possible. This could be done this week if the government had the political will to do it. And where will they get the money from? Well, again, uh, again, don't listen to me in this one here. Just listen to some of the, the most conservative agencies in the state, that the resources are there. So, for example, to give you an example, when Pascal Donoghue stood up last year and announced the budget, there's a forecast of where we think we were going to be in 2022. We thought the state would be, or the Department of Finance thought the state would be a deficit of the region of €8 billion. Euro. The SRI has come out last week and said, no, we actually are going to have no deficit at the end of the year. We're going to have a surplus of €1.6 billion. That's a turnaround of €10 billion, Euro. Um, you know, a, po- a positive situation of €10 billion. Euro. That's why conservative agencies like the Central Bank, ESRI and, and Irish Fiscal Advisory Council are saying to the government, you have space to do more, but it needs to be targeted and it needs to deal with the cost of living pressures because everybody recognises that there's a, there's an issue here. The problem that some of these agencies have pointed out to the government is what the government have done so far is not targeted. 90% of the of, of the measures they introduced since the start of the year were not targeted. Uh, so that's why the type of suite of measures that we have announced in the main are targeted at those who need it most to protect them from the cost of living increase because the other point Alan is this poor households suffer inflation at a higher rate than than wealthier households so if you're if somebody two people are listening to this uh, uh, the, this chat this morning and say one of them is from uh, the you know the top 10 percent of wealthy households and the other is from a uh, bottom 10 percent then their inflation rates are different and there's about one and a half percent of the difference between them because more poor households spend more on energy spend more on food spend more on the basics and wealthier households and that's why it impacts on them a lot worse than um, than that than, than, than wealthier and also rural households bear worse in terms of inflation than urban households. Well, it's a while since I've done this, but let's try throw this out to our Morning Mix listeners now to see where they are finding the, the, the highest emphasis at the moment in trying to cover their costs because you're, you're after sharing with me information where people are now going looking for food parcels who up to recently would have been uh, subscribing and, and, and donating to various charities themselves, which is a, a frightening uh, statement to make this morning, Pierce. How, how, how bad is it? It is bad, and that's at the acute end. We heard, like, for you just a fortnight and go from a charity in the Midlands who expect the number of people who are uh, attending for food parcels to triple. Um, you know, th- th- this is major stuff, and that's at the acute end. But not everybody's going to be queued for food parcels. People are just trying to make it through, but there's a huge amount of anxiety. Like, last week, my kids, uh, and like, you know, right across the state, children are finished up school. There's a lot of parents out there that are wondering, 
how am I going to afford to put them back to school in September? How am I going to afford all the new uniforms, the books, all of that, you know, those costs? There's people there that are, you know, to see the energy bill or the board gas bill come in, it's twice as much as it was last year, if not more. And they're worried, well, what about, what happens if the washing machine breaks down? What happens if I need a new set of tyres on my car to get from A to B? These are kind of things that, you know, many of these families didn't have to worry about uh, this time last year, but now are a real Right. Uh, source of anxiety. Families who booked holidays thinking that, you know, after two years of lockdown, that will go away in holidays. Now they're wondering how they're actually going to pay for the, for, for the holidays because the cost of living crisis has impacted so much on their finances. So there's an urgent need to do this. And look, you know, Boris Johnson across the water is no no lover of the working class. We all know that. But at least he brought forward an, an, uh, an emergency budget would actually, for those on social welfare, would see £650 uh, paid out to them uh, this month and again um, the second part of that uh, later in the autumn. If you have disabilities, there would be right. another £150 sterling on top of that. That's nearly €1,000, whereas the state here hasn't done anything in relation to that. Indeed, they okay. haven't dealt with social welfare rates at all. All right, uh, Joe Moore is listening to us. He's a regular listener to the show. He says the easiest and best test of affordability is to ask our politicians to live in the money that our lowest paid have to make do on. Let our politicians do that for a month. You are a politician, uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first presenter to raise a question like Joe has brought to your attention this morning. There's a constant disconnect at times between what people believe politicians to be on, including what top civil servants and the increases they're likely to be getting. And how do you establish uh, and break through that disconnect, Pierce? I think it's crucially important that people remain rooted, especially when you go into political life. I think people go in from all different political parties for good reasons. But, you know, yeah, you do get paid a lot. And obviously, as you become a minister, you get paid a lot, lot more. It's it's, it's huge money. You're, you're, you're circulating in, in, in people that are paid the same. And sometimes you lose touch with what's happening. And I think that's what's happened spectacularly to this government. The idea that these parties think that families can hold on for another four months in the middle of a cost of living crisis that we've not seen for over three decades is just bonkers. Uh, and really the need to get in touch with what is happening out there, what, what people understand uh, is happening out there and the need to react. And that's what we're trying to do, Alan, this week. It's about putting pressure on the government. Will it work? I don't know. But there is backbenchers there that have been criticising the government for not acting uh, on Tuesday uh, and on Wednesday there will be an opportunity for them to, to put their money where their mouth is and vote with us uh, to try and pressurise the government to act. And uh, Joe's request there that uh, politicians try and live with the lowest pay, uh, uh, the lowest affordability pay for a month, what's your reaction to that? I, I think it would be a, a very good test. Um, I'm somebody who obviously uh, in, in the past before I was elected to the Dáil had, had been living in those type of uh, scenarios, so I'm well familiar and Look, I, I think some of us, in fairness, are in touch with what is happening in uh, in, the, in the world out there. That's mm. why we're arguing for these uh, the, the, these needs. So we don't need tests like that there. We understand exactly where people are at. Um, but I think, you know, what I look at on the other side of it is right. this, Alan. Like, every year, politicians get pay increases. It's just, it's just madness. Like, you know, um, I think in the last what is it, the last maybe six years or something like that, there, there's been 8,000 euro of an increase in terms of TD's pay. Uh, and yet we're here and you'll hear your listeners text into you about people, as I said, that, that are struggling out there 
that have to fight tooth and nail for, for very basic services, if it's disability yep. services for their children, or if it's, you know, the, the ability to actually put a roof over your head for you and your family, at a, a, you know, or now just those additional supports, the, 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 the responsibility of the state to protect the most vulnerable at a time of crisis. And this is a time of crisis for many, many families okay. out there as they deal with the cost of living crisis. I suppose if politicians really are in tune with what people are going through at the moment, they can reject these pay increases, can't they? they well, that's, that, that's what happens. They're, they're gifted back to the state. That's, that's what happens. 